Folks, welcome back to the Risk and Culture Podcast. Glad to be here today. There's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of insanity out there. A lot of insanity. And it, it's just boggling to me how Republicans continue with the wretched excess of crazy. And then at the end of the day, they still expect to get elected. And I'm going to show you example after example of, of how that's true. And the problem with Republicans is that they they don't connect the dots. They don't realize that, you know, whether it's in terms of abortion, which blew them out of the water in the last election or health care or any of these things, nothing that they seem to be doing in the past 10 years puts them in a positive light in, in the general public. And it's a problem that I, I, I'm convinced they'll, they will not solve it. And yet they wonder how they never win the popular vote when it comes to elections. So, folks, did you know that this is the second year anniversary of Rush Limbaugh's death? He's been gone two years. Can you believe that? It seems like just yesterday uh, I was playing clips of Rush Limbaugh and pointing out the insanity. And in, in he's it, two years. It's hard to believe. But folks, um, you know, there's, and when it comes to viruses, I, I hate to bring this to your attention, but uh, we've got yet another one to kind of worry about here. Not kind of. Well, let, it's not at that point yet. All right. Let, let's not uh, run for the masks just yet. But there's something out there called the Marburg virus. The World Health Organization is confirming the outbreak of the deadly viral disease in Equatorial Guinea. There's a picture of it so we can all recognize what it looks like if we see it. But what they're saying about this one is, and I just, I love the ads that pop up here, you know. God, <laughs> Jesus. So the viral fever is confirmed to have killed at least one person in the country and is linked to another eight deaths, according to the World Health Organization. It's rare among people, but it's highly infectious. Once it finds a human host, the um, fatality rate is a dismal 50%. And uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. What are the symptoms of this thing? It uh, includes hemorrhagic fever, fatigue, bloodstained vomit, and diarrhea. What a way to start the, the podcast here, folks. Illness from the disease often begins abruptly, according to the World Health Organization, starting with a high fever, a bad headache, and malaise. And muscle aches and cramps can accompany the onset as well as jaundice, nausea, and pain in the abdomen. You know, it just, you look, uh, by day three, you turn into something that looks like a ghost. You know, wonderful, wonderful. And death, uh, possibly in eight to nine days, the treatment, well, there is no treatment. There is no treatment, really. Uh, sadly, at this stage, uh, it, it, the only thing you can do is just uh, rest, supportive care, rehydration, and treatment of specific symptoms can improve patients' chances of survival. That is, if you can find anybody that's willing to treat you. And folks, this other story here, I want to bring this to your attention. Um, this is something that I've been following for quite some time. Quite some time. A Russian businessman by the name of Klyushin, Vladislav Klyushin. It, it's an interesting story here. 
and he's just been convicted and just listen to what his what his gambit was here folks and this is why i followed him for for one um you know he's russian and we've had a lot of incursion uh into our systems a lot and they still launch attacks into our system so it caught my attention for that reason but the article says and this is fresh off the press here it says a russian businessman has been convicted in the u.s for his part in a scheme that netted 90 million dollars through securities trades based on non-public insider information stolen from computer networks. So he's one of five people that was charged in this scam. He ran a Moscow-based IT company that provided penetration testing and advanced persistent threat emulation, both services that seek exploitable vulnerabilities in a computer system via hacking techniques purportedly for defensive purposes. Well, this man, along with his two employees, and two other men used those same techniques to hack into computer networks of two U.S.-based filing agents that publicly traded companies use to make quarterly and annual filings. So he figured out a way to kind of hack into the computer system for these annual filings and then trade on the information. Then they viewed and downloaded material that was non-public, top secret, uh, the markets weren't aware of the information that's, that was filed, which gave him the advantage to trade ahead of this. Quarterly annual earnings, and armed with this information before it was disclosed to the public, Kliushin and his conspirators knew ahead of time, among other things, whether a company's financial performance would meet, exceed, or fall short of market expectations, and thus whether its share price would likely rise or fall, blah, blah, blah. The, the long story of it is that he made close to $100 million doing this, this little thing, uh, he was arrested uh, in, in sort of like this, this sort of thing that was made for TV in Switzerland in March of 2021 and extradited to the S, but the co-conspirators are still at large. Full circle on that one, folks. He is now going to be sentenced, waiting to be sentenced sometime in May is where that's ending up. So are you surprised to hear what's going on switching gears yet again here folks with what Fox News knew about Dominion and that uh, the claims of fraud were bogus I mean this is just absolutely amazing to me it, it's the kind of stuff that if this happened on I tend to watch MSNBC Morning Joe Mika and all those it's the kind of thing that if this happened to MSNBC, I would never come back. But yet, you know, Fox News will continue. And, and, and it's just mind-boggling to me that an organization after what I'll lay out to you and show you that, that's become available to us through the Dominion uh, voting systems lawsuit that's going on the, through the discovery process, this information is out there. But if this had come out on MSNBC, I would have said, okay, Joe, you're a nice guy. So long, you know, have a nice life. But, you know, the people that love Fox News and Tucker Carlson will continue. It, it, it's, it's like they're, they're never phased. And, you know, I, I don't get it myself. So the, the story says here that Fox News anchors and producers privately acknowledge that former President Donald Trump and his allies 
Allegations of election fraud in the aftermath of the 2020 election were false, despite their network's promotion of those claims, according to a filing by Dominion Voting Systems. It's a 200-page document that was filed, and the, the voting company is suing Fox News for $1.6 billion for allegedly defaming the company. <laughs> allegedly, I love that. Yeah, okay, we got to say it's alleged. In the aftermath of the 2020 election, Fox knew, according to the filing, which cited excerpts of evidence gathered as part of the suit, from the top down, Fox knew the Dominion stuff was total BS. Yet despite knowing the truth, or at a minimum, recklessly disregarding that truth, which they're famous for, by the way, disregarding, they don't do any due diligence as far as I, I can tell when they discuss things. And in fact, they, they don't want the facts, in my opinion. They don't want the facts because it gets, in the, it gets in the way of the story that they're trying to tell. And one of the things that really shocked me was in this article, it says in mid-November of 2020, host Tucker Carlson texted one of his producers that there wasn't enough fraud to change the outcome of the election. And later said that Sidney Powell, one of Trump's attorneys and a vocal promulgator of election denialism, is lying. <laughs> And months later, on January 6th, according to this information that was retrieved through the discovery process in this lawsuit, on January 6th, Tucker Carlson claimed that Trump was a demonic force, a destroyer. I mean, it's, uh, it's absolutely mind-boggling, folks, when you get down to it. But when it comes to Sidney Powell, one of the things that actually came out of this lawsuit was this. Have a look at this. This, this is information that I just find... I've, I've always known, and I, I've thought that she's crazy, and I've talked to you all about that in, in a lot of detail, but this is one piece that actually came out of this lawsuit that I just want to read to you about Sidney Pell. <laughs> I mean, it, it sort of seals the case, in my opinion, that she's certifiably nuts. And it says, no, no such doubt ever existed, though, because Powell sent Bartiromo an email prior to the interview with the subject line election fraud info, which Bartiromo forwarded to Grossberg with information from a woman claiming Dominion software flips votes from Trump to Biden and tying Dominion to a conspiracy theory involving Nancy Pelosi and Senator Dianne Feinstein, as if... So in the same email, Powell's singular source explained that Roger Ailes, who, as previously noted, had died years ago, that Roger Ailes huddles every day with Rupert Murdoch about airing anti-Trump material and that Justice Scalia was killed in a human hunting expedition. <laughs> God. Okay. Powell's source also explained that she gets her information from experiencing something like time travel in a semi-conscious state, allowing her to see what others don't see and hear what others don't hear. And she receives messages from the wind. <laughs> well, she better check where the wind is coming from because, you know, she's, she's on the wrong track here, folks. It's just insane to me that all of this information comes out and it sort of points, not sort of, I mean, it, it, it points to the fact that Fox is, is spiraling out of control. It's more like a, a show for the fun of it where you've got hosts that really don't even buy 
the BS that they're selling to the American public. I mean, it's, it's beyond farcical. And folks, uh, switching gears now to Ann Coulter, this is another example where someone who is, is followed and beloved by the Republican establishment is basically a racist. Now, listen to what she says about Nikki Haley. There, were, there was an article that was out yesterday, and, and they printed what she said, but I want you to hear what she says because Nikki Haley, who, uh, you know, obviously I would, never, I would not vote for, you know, what we're diametrically opposed, but I don't, I don't attack her because her parents were immigrants. I mean, Nikki, Nikki Haley was born in South Carolina, and Anne is holding the fact that her parents were immigrants against her. It's like, how far back do you have to go, Ann Coulter, until someone is an American? I mean, are they not American if they were born here? I, I don't get it, folks. I really don't. And it, and it literally, the more I think about it, the, the worse my headache gets. So here it is, Ann Coulter. Uh, She's an absolutely ridiculous character, and the only people say they support her are people who probably genuinely are um, sexist. And, oh, I support the girl. Oh, good for you. You like girls. Um, No, she's utterly, completely, preposterously ridiculous. Uh, I don't think she will get more than 2% of the vote. Um, And you know how I hate me. I just love, there's no facts there. It's just utterly preposterous preposterously ridiculous predictions about things like that but she's just a preposterous creature Mm. um but her candidacy did remind me that i need to immigrate to india so i can demand they start taking down um parts of their history (laughs) well you are a good and she's saying that because nikki haley advocated to have the confederate flag removed from the from the capital of South Carolina, evidently, or or something to that effect, where she wanted to get rid of the Confederate flag. No, it shouldn't be in a place where legislators are meeting and 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 dealing with legislation. I mean, it's they lost, and they lost. What's the worshiping? What's the worshiping of the cows? They're all starving over there, and they're worshiping cows. Do you know they have a a a a, a rat temple where they worship? Okay, evidently it's 5 o'clock somewhere for Ann here, folks. Hey, baby Kate, why don't you go back to your own country and reconsider that history? No. How about Gandhi's behavior with little girls? Can we re- hey. Oh, come on. As you may know, I God, am to Nikki Haley, um, um, child of immigrants, governor of, of South Carolina, who immediately, um, after you know, some some psychopath does a ma- the mass shooting at the church? Yeah, 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 hideous. Oh, what will I do? Let's take down the Confederate flag from from the South Carolina uh, Capitol. As you know, Mark Simone, I am descended from Union soldiers. It's my history. You know what, Anne? <laughs> my God, I'm descended from Betsy Ross. For God's sakes, right? So I've trumped you there, and, and I don't think like that. My God, you're nuts, Anne. You are certifiably nuts. This is my country, lady. My I'm not country. an American Indian, and I don't like them taking down all the monuments. Well, I consider them monuments and, 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 
an admirable um, fact about Indians. I really hate that liberals have moved Indians into being, oh, we're victims, we're victims. Oh, God. Why do you think we name football teams after after okay, American Ann. Indians? Okay, 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 enough. Jesus. You know, it's the these people will literally give you a headache because they eat their young. You know, they, they, they eat themselves. It's like, uh, like I said yesterday about DeSantis, you know, for them, politics is a zero-sum game. Someone has to lose for them to win, always. You know, so in this case, Ann Coulter is winning by, you know, kicking Nikki Haley with her heels or something. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. But yet the, they follow them. They love them. And the insanity goes on. So yesterday, folks, I want to show you this. So George Santos was interviewed uh, by Channel or Fox News 5 out of New York, and it went like this. And he starts off by talking about a, uh, a poll that was done. And there was a, a bigger portion of the interview, and I'm not going to play it all for you because it, it's nuts, right? So he's talking about this poll that was done, and he can't trust the results because he didn't have a hand in, in constructing, um, you know, the, the poll and making sure that all of this was right. And, you know, I can't, I can't accept it. You know, he's got an excuse for everything. Everything. They ordered their poll. They they had their parameters. So I, I wasn't privy to it. So I can't really comment on a poll that I have no idea how it was commissioned. Okay. And now what about the the missing money? Yeah. I'm sorry. Which missing money? The three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. Is that a new thing? I, I've never heard that thing. No, it came out not, earlier no. this week. Or the seven hundred and five thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, pick amazing. your figure. What do you have to say to people? <laughs> I, I don't know about any missing money. That's that, or the seven hundred five thousand dollars. Well, seven hundred five thousand dollars were personal loans made from me to the campaign. Where did it come from? From my personal finances. It was your money? My money, 100% legitimately my money, originated mm -mm. from my business practices. I don't believe you. So, no. I, I, I continue to not understand why there's this Liar. enormous in inquisition and inquiry into um, my business practices and the legitimacy of it. I, I, I've operated honestly and... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Jesus. What? You've operated honestly, and, and, and you wonder why people are looking at your finances like they are? It, it's because you've lied your way into where you are in the, in the Congress. I mean, it's embarrassing, but yet he has no embarrassment. I mean, there's, there's no core of a human to embarrass here, folks. With no... Will you show people? Sure. I mean, I've I've made it very clear. If the ethics committee comes looking, what about anybody... me? I'd love to see. Sure. Yeah. Maybe we can do that all on Maybe. an off-the-record setting, and I would. I have no problem opening Maybe. the books to you. What about the one ninety-nine ninety-nine Nancy Marks? I know you're no longer with her. She's uh, no longer your treasurer. What kind of person? What kind of relationship did you have with her? So I can't speak for for what the fiduciary and the of campaign course. did or didn't do. If there were errors committed, obviously these are now all being looked into and, and no one no one more than me wants yeah. those rectified. If there's any God. discrepancy, I want those rectified. I'm the person of interest that would like them rectified immediately. So. How do you spend one ninety nine one ninety nine? So that's that's the interesting thing. I don't believe those were spent. It is. I think these are these are either clerical errors or system errors that just need to be addressed. So I, I yes, strongly can tell you <laughs> 199 were not charges, not to the best of my knowledge, at least not those many times. So I'm my honest opinion is to think that there is some kind of technical issue there or clerical error. What about a new treasurer? We
No, th there is more than a technical issue at stake here, folks, as we very well know. I mean, the, the, the issue is that the man is a pathological liar. We have a new tractor. We've engaged a new firm. Okay. Did you? And That's Speaker McCarthy, talk about some of your allies in Congress. I have many allies in Congress, and we've... No, you don't. Oh, my God. You, you can see how all of this, it, it, will, uh, it will consume you, folks. I mean, this is insanity. So the man's got an excuse for everything. But the fact of the matter is, as we know, he shouldn't be where he is because he's lied his way into Congress. It just gets deeper and deeper, and, you know, he's like this slithering little snake who, who literally will take no responsibility for anything that he's done. It's almost like he knew that he was going to face us getting into this situation, and now his whole premise is, just watch what I'm going to do. You'll, you'll be amazed. He won't even say that he's not going to run again, for God's sakes. And the Republicans are helpless, helpless in this whole situation. It, it just shows how out of control they are. And my view of this whole thing, folks, is that Republicans are, are wanting to run this country with a DWI sort of mindset. I mean, we can't let it happen. I mean, that they, they want to run this country that way. And as further proof of that, folks, I'm going to show you this clip that I've got of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Have a look at this. Talk about running the country with a DWI. Shocked. Really? God. So, folks, um, here she is. I mean, even at this late stage of the game, Marjorie Taylor Greene, even at this late stage, you're telling me that you're not buying the fact that they were your people? I mean, what does it take? What does it take, folks? I, I don't get it. I mean, these people are reckless. They're out of control. And we can't allow them to run this country with a DWI mindset. I mean, it's... And they, and they wonder, like I said, they wonder at the end of the day why they can't win the popular vote. You know? Sad. Absolutely sad. Well, folks, I want to thank you for joining me on this extended version and... Of course, we'll keep track of all of this chaos that's going on, and we'll look for you next time around, folks. Thanks for joining. Till then.